0: This is Oasis City Radio Music. A, this is Oasis City Radio Music. Sun goes up, sun comes down, this old world keeps spinning around. This is Oasis City Radio Music. Four hours a day at oasiscityradio.com. Tune in. iHeartRadio and the Oasis City Radio app. Stare it up. This is Oasis City Radio music. Oasis City Radio. Acts chapter 3 tells this remarkable story, and I just want to read the first four verses to you. It says, now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the ninth hour, the hour of prayer. And a man who'd been lame from his mother's womb was being carried along, whom they used to sit down every day at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, in order to beg for alms from those who were entering the temple. And when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he began asking to receive alms. But Peter, along with John, fixed his gaze on him and said, Look at us. So here's this remarkable story. And uh, if you know this story, you know that this man is about to be healed by Jesus through Peter and John. And not only is he going to be healed, but it's actually going to, uh, to be like a catapult uh, to the explosion of the New Testament church. Uh, what's going to happen? He's going to be healed. It's going to allow an opportunity for Peter to preach his second sermon. And hundreds more are going to get saved. And people are going to be added and following Jesus. And it's this remarkable moment. But it all starts with, with two people, Peter and John, going about their normal business, everyday thing, going to the temple to pray as they would. And another man who's going about his everyday business. This is the lame man who's going as he did every single day to sit by the temple gate and to beg for, for, for money. So here we are. Here we have three people doing what they always do. The same thing that they do every day. But there's this, there's this real, I'll, I'll call it a tipping point in verse four. And I want you to notice it because it, it, you can miss it if you're just reading the story uh, too quickly. Verse four says this, but Peter along with John Fixed his gaze on him. So Peter and John, the thing that that differentiates it from any other trip, any other day that they're going, that this man or Peter and John, is that Peter and John stop, and they fix their gaze upon the lame man. What a moment for us to recognize that that a tipping point, something so divinely appointed, can can happen so it seems uh, easily, but it could also be missed so easily. Here's the truth. I'm standing in the sanctuary today where normally we would be every single weekend. This place will be filled with people singing and worshiping, uh, gathering together, fellowshipping in the lobby afterwards. We would be in this room gathered together as the church as as we always are. That's what we normally regularly do. But there comes a point in a time where we have to stop and we have to ask ourselves, wait a minute, does God want to do something else here? And that's what finds us at this OC at home, 4th of July weekend. We find ourselves not in the building. Why? Because I believe it's a moment that we need to stop doing what we normally regularly do and ask Holy Spirit, what is it that I could be missing in my walk with you? And here's the key point. Again, they fixed their eyes upon this man. If we were gathered here, do you know what we would be doing? We would be fixing our eyes upon Jesus. We would probably be singing a song about that, like turn your eyes towards Jesus, like fix your eyes upon him. Why? Because it's what we do in church, and it's, a, it's an important part of our relationship with God. But here's the truth is that if we're only fixing our eyes upon Jesus, when we gather together in a worship setting like we normally would here, then our relationship with God is really in trouble. You see, fixing our eyes upon Jesus is absolutely necessary to our growth and our development as followers of Jesus. Jesus actually modeled this over and over again throughout his time on earth. In his three years of ministry, he would go aside. The scripture says he got up early in the morning and he would, he would find time to spend with his father God. Why? Because he was fixing his eyes upon God because he knew that what he was called to do required for his eyes to be always on his father. And it's the same way with us. We have to always have our eyes fixed upon Jesus, but sometimes we can have our eyes fixed upon Jesus and we can miss the very mission, the very reasons why we're here, which is to what? Go into all the world, make disciples, to to tell the good news, to reach people. We can miss the people that need this message the most if we're only fixing our eyes on Jesus and we're not seeing other people around us as Jesus sees us. And so that's why we're here today. It's why you're OC at home. So I'm standing in an empty room. Because today we're talking about how we can be the church. We've got to be the church. This is what it looks like. In Mark chapter 2, verse 17, Jesus said, in hearing this, Jesus said to them, it's not those who are healthy who need a physician, but those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. You see, Jesus was telling and reminding the religious leaders who were asking him, hey, my whole point here, my whole purpose here is to go to the sick because they're the ones that need healed. It's to go to the sinners because they're the ones that need saved. And the very reason that we exist in our relationship with Jesus is to lead other people in that same relationship, to introduce others to him as well. It's what we're called to do. And so today, it's an upside down moment. It's a throw everything up and say, well, what just happened? No, today's the day. Today's the day to say we've got to be the church. So this is what it looks like. We're gonna encounter people this weekend, no matter what it is that we're doing, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, as we're celebrating the Independence Day, 4th of July, freedom, and all of these things that we're, we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be surrounded by by many people, a lot of us are. And in those moments, there are gonna be people there who, who need to hear Jesus. We're gonna be surrounded by those who are sick and need a physician. We're gonna be surrounded by those who are sinners who need saved. And if we don't see them as as Peter and John saw this lame man, we're going to miss an opportunity. We could easily walk on by. But here's how they noticed it. You know, I, I find it remarkable that, that the lame man was asking for money. You know, it's kind of like an addict asking for, for money, asking for something else other than to be, 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 be free. Here, here's what I found about people that don't know Jesus is they don't know that they don't know Jesus. There are things in their life that they don't know uh, why it's happening. They don't know what's going on and they're looking for uh, love in all the wrong places. They're looking for answers in all the wrong places. Truth is, is that me and you, as followers of Jesus, we have the freedom that they're looking for, the freedom from addiction, the freedom from strife, the deliverance from pain and the suffering that they're going through. It's all found in Jesus. We have it. But if we don't stop and recognize it, what they need and give that away, we're gonna miss an opportunity. So that's what this weekend is all about. It's all about us stopping and saying, be the church. Recognize those people around you. OC at home this weekend is all about OC being the church. So here's my charge to you. My charge to you is this. At every barbecue or, or family gathering, at every community gathering, at every neighborhood cookout, at every pool party or fireworks show, or or maybe just you enjoying a day off from work, whatever it might be. Here's the question. Since you're not gathering at church this weekend, could you be the church? We're not trying to get you to church. We're actually trying to get you out the church. Get out the church with purpose You see, even this pandemic, the enemy has wanted to use it to scatter the church. But what does God do? He uses it to to scatter the message of the gospel. Here we've improved all of our media capabilities during the pandemic. Why? Now we can send the gospel in a creative way. So that's our desire for this weekend, that you and all of us at Oasis City Church would be the church.